Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Um, Garrett, you were at a wedding this weekend. Wait, so Hello. Garrett is Danielle's boyfriend. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, we intro, intro. It's okay. We'll Garrett Glashoff. Is that how you say your last yes, name? Yes, it's very good. Garrett Glashoff. That is That's even better. Last name. Instagram <laughs> handle, Blastoff30. There we go. We got the point. Yeah. Add him. There you go. <laughs> Follow him. But yeah, no, so, thanks. For, thanks for having me on the podcast. I think, uh, am I the first male guest that you guys have had? I believe you are. Oh my gosh, yes, this is big. Yeah. That's going to be the episode title. I'm flattered. I'm uh, honored and a privilege to be speaking with you guys. I'm not <laughs> sure how this happened or how I got the call or yeah. was interesting enough for you. Our but... people called your people. Yeah. <laughs> wait julie you're so you're Which so also happened to be the same person yeah <laughs> also um your like headphones look like like i feel like you're my boss on a like work zoom because of your headphones like I love Talk, it. me yeah yes. these these are the ones danielle my girlfriend always makes fun of me for no i love um, them but i feel like i'm coming across clear right it, you are it may look oh, yeah. stupid but i sound so better i think i feel like if we were in like a podcast booth or recording room that's what we'd be wearing or like at least one Absolutely. person would be wearing yeah. aka you so and little fun fact for you guys colleen and i are sharing earbuds we are because we were worried about like the feedback so we're making it i feel work. like sharing airpods can really only happen with people that are like really close like you know you ever <laughs> share airpods with someone that you just like barely know i always look at them first too and i look for the wax on you're like make sure mine is wax free third base sharing airpods I actually didn't check these. yeah that's the exactly. definition of a season one podcast right season two yes is when yes. there's no more sharing no yeah. more sharing we'll figure out how to so can you guys tell me about your weekend when did you guys do yeah, Danielle and I, we um, we had a w- wedding number two of seven, as you guys are well aware. <laughs> oh Obviously, Julie, you're one of them. Um, so yeah, uh, wedding number two. We're we're obviously we live in Connecticut. Um, so this wedding was on Long Island. Two work friends of Danielle and I. I was friends with the groom. She's friends with the the bride. Um, oh. so it was a really nice, classy wedding on Long Island. Don't have anything bad to say. They they did it really well um long island though i'm not sure if you guys have dabbled out there or or been but is the bride from long island she is it's where her her whole family grew up and it was a beautiful place and a beautiful wedding but the long i can't think of a better definition for a place long island because the further out you go the more isolated you get and i don't know how you live out there without being from there or growing Mm -hmm. up there nobody really goes to like the end of it right right and yeah i mean unless you're there vacationing for you know the hamptons obviously or fire island and montauk but we 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 left on friday after work we didn't plan it out really well um because they had actually so they i don't know if you guys have done this before but so they had um not just the rehearsal dinner for the obviously you know the, the the wedding party but they had a reception on Friday before the wedding as well. We like scurried out of Connecticut. We should have took the ferry because that would have been quicker from Connecticut all across the Long Island Sound. But we drove through three hours of traffic. Wow. Um, wondering if we were going to make the reception on time. So oh, here we are at six o'clock reception. So we hit traffic. We finally get to the hotel. We rush, you know, get changed, head to the reception. It's 6.30, 6.45 now. 
So we walk in and the bride sees us and is super excited. You know, nothing seemed peculiar. And then the groom comes over, does the same thing. And then he whispers into one of our ears to say, hey, glad you guys are here. You're about an hour early. We're just about to do our rehearsal dinner speeches. So why don't you head on out to the back, have a couple oh, of drinks. No. So we were the three idiots, me, Danielle, and, and one of our other friends that uh, didn't read what? the invitation right. Oh, shoot. Literally almost walked in during one of the uh, maid of honor speeches during the rehearsal dinner. Oh, damn. But listen, I didn't know you had to make a speech at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, well, they, well, I, I don't, you know, somebody usually time. speaks. I don't know who, I, I guess the main It's probably different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, but Danielle, wow. she'll get mad at me for saying this, but she was like mortified and in, like embarrassed. And I was like, it's fine. But like, not a big deal. Be. It's a funny yeah, story. It it's a funny story. Yeah. And it's just funny because you're like panicking if you're going to make it in time. Like you yeah. have all this extra like, time. Like, can we schedule an Uber for six and like, you know, is it going to make it? Or are we going to make it? And little did we know we were the early birds that uh, shouldn't have been there. Better did you have any? Late. Yeah. Did you have any Long Islands while you were there? <laughs> the spirit <laughs> of things. <laughs> should have. Yeah, we should have threw a few back. All this Long Island late. talk. Oh, yeah, it was I, overall a good, a really good wedding weekend. Um, good. So. So my... My uh, Long Island weddings are like no joke. Yeah. My cousin married a girl, shout out Kim, from Long Island and a winter wedding in the fall of 2019. It was un like unreal. They had these, during cocktail hour, they had these stations of food and I was like, this must be dinner. Like there was like every station was almost like another country. Like there was like Italian, there was sushi, there was like meat and all these, like it was it was like incredible and it was so nice it was beautiful there were so many people there and then um and the venue was absolutely gorgeous and then we literally like you get escorted into the ballroom where we're plated where we have plated three-course meal and I'm like already full like stuffed and then like these sous vide filet mignon comes out oh they goodness. had um they had this guy that was like Frank Sinatra like an impersonator but he sounded just like him and he looked like him and I was like this oh and he sang and I was like Long Island dads show out for their daughters <laughs> it's like a thing. wait no, is Long Beach Island the same as Long Island uh no well there's, I, there's is that Long LBI Beach. that's in that's still in New Jersey or something right uh yeah there's Long oh, Beach okay. Island which is like southern southern Jersey got it okay I've been there once okay just checking because i was like wait that i feel like it could be the same because i feel like it'd be like a silent b or something just to make it sound cooler yeah. there long is island, also long but... beach uh which is near long island so there, uh, there's a lot oh, of oh okay pieces. yeah makes me feel better but but yeah just like you said colleen it was very elegant beautiful place um and they they did they did show out we walked in and it was like you know the, the champagne and the wine as you walk through the mm -hmm. doors and I felt like I was in the movie Bridesmaids and I was like, where's the lemonade, <laughs> you know, and the puppy that we get as a parting gift. Oh yeah. That would be so puppy. Garrett, Garrett's gonna be driving away in a minivan full of puppies. Yeah, yeah. I'll take nine. Wait, Garrett, I love the Bridesmaids joke. You're so funny. When was the last time you went, oh, didn't we watch Bridesmaids together in Boston? 
Did uh, we? We may. We may have seen. Yes, we all did. It, yeah. We all did. Yeah, that's fun. Was that like? Couch. Okay. Oh, was that before the basketball? That day yeah, or was that yeah. yeah. Okay. It was one of the like Saturday scaries bonding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun weekend as well. Yeah. But I'm glad you guys have been like really trooping it out for all these weddings. You're so when's the time. next wedding? Is yeah, we we well we get a nice break in July. Um, okay. Well, Danielle has a little break too because she's had all the bachelorette parties. I know Julie's yours is oh, coming yeah. up next. I think end of the yeah. month, but yes. or in July. Um, but we, for me at least, I'm free yeah, until the last weekend in July. We go to Michigan for a wedding. Danielle's friend, back to back weekends. Then we're in North Carolina. Uh, and then September back in Maryland for Julie, uh, yours, and, and one other. Nice. And one other. Yeah. Okay. That's so exciting. Okay, but then, you know, October, November, December sound like golden months for you guys. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I think when Danielle was on the podcast, she had given her her perspective of what september <laughs> and october and november looks like so oh yeah what's garrett's yeah. perspective well i think we're on the same it's a hot button topic for sure but uh <laughs> um i think we're on the same page it's just a matter of the things that need to fall into place before then and now that everything's opening yeah. back up that kind of maybe changes the perspective of you know i know she wanted to vacation in charleston for a month or two yeah um, so out of the two of you are who's like more of the planner would you say uh, to like implement these plans that's a like good, there's always got to be one it's a good question so i think we're both the planners she's very impulsive like quick like i'll make the decision i'll let's talk about flights and she'll book them tomorrow and i'll be okay. like okay let's let's like give the time and effort to think about it for a week and then come up with the plan so <laughs> okay. i think we do both we both do a good job of it but we balance each other out with I'm the waiter and she's the quick reaction. Oh, nice. Okay. That's like a good balance. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Julie? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm more of the waiter in the sense of I procrastinate. So I'm just like, oh, we'll talk about it later. And then Jack's more of the, let's oh, plan this thing and do it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's like all these dreams and aspirations of places I'd want to go. Sure. I talk about them, but I probably would never like really put thought into planning it. So it's nice to have the balance. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Garrett, so we just wanted to like ask you about your work and the industry you're in and how you got into it. Sure. What you're passionate about. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to talk about. Give it to biggest us. Successes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty like uh, much a, a simple story. I was into sports growing up. I played baseball and basketball. I went to school, went to college for baseball, and that's really all I knew. So when I went to uh, UMass, UMass Amherst, um, they had a really good sports management program. So I just found myself in the sports management program. So <clears throat> didn't know what that meant. Didn't know what it was going to come to because it was just all focused on the, the now. Um, so eventually I got my sports management degree, which led me to the industry I work in now. Um, I had interned for the New York Red Bulls right out of college. I moved to Casper, Wyoming, um, 
that's another bridesmaids reference actually because they stop in casper airport when they get kicked off the flight oh but, um, do they yeah. really that's yeah so i didn't even realize wait that. your memory is so good well <laughs> it, i have the connection to casper so it kind of yeah. sticks i didn't out, know you but... lived in wyoming how long were you there for i was there for um a little less than a year i worked for a minor league baseball team oh, out cool. there uh, for the Colorado Rockies. So it was myself and four others, essentially a paid internship where they covered our housing and, you know, we worked for the team. So it was me, two guys, two girls, the way I considered it was like the real world Wyoming, the show, but without mm -hmm. any cameras around following us. So, um, um <laughs> whenever the team was away, we went out and explored, we went to, uh, Yellowstone or Jackson that's hole. Oh, that's we, so we cool. actually took the team like the, the the team got a sponsorship from Allegiant Airlines so they gave out airline tickets every Friday night we actually uh -huh. took five of them and flew to Vegas on the, on the wow our general manager wasn't very happy with that um <laughs> I guess as 25 year old kids you didn't really care but no I'm glad you guys did that um so yeah needless to say that that was uh certainly an experience living out there out west is that where you developed your love for national parks yeah i mean i had never been anywhere before that and it was literally i mean my dad and i just took a car and we we drove it on out uh, a couple days and that was my first time really out that way um so my first travel experience which you know foreshadowing five years later i'm at the yeah. position in the company i'm at now with with danielle and i know she talked about it on her previous podcast but um it's a mm -hmm. sports position that's very travel based so it that was the segue and, and kind of what kicked me off into tra like my my passion and interest for traveling and and the national parks and all that as well so, but for me it's all domestic it. it's all domestic mm -hmm. travel like you know the, yeah. the middle of nowhere type places in wyoming or north dakota um mm -hmm. versus where danielle wants to go which is greece Europe. and london <laughs> yeah. yeah but you've gone right. haven't you gone with her yeah, that was London, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, right before the last trip, really before COVID, was in 2019 to London and Scotland. Nice. Which I I I enjoyed it for sure. I wasn't you know knocking international travel by any means, but yeah. Did you guys uh you got to see some of the places that they filmed Outlander? Right? We did. Yeah, we went oh, to the where did. the Battle of Culloden. Battle of Culloden. Yeah. <laughs> Which that was more her show, but I definitely, I definitely kept up because of yeah, the trip yeah. to Scotland. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was neat. So then after the internship, how did you get to the company you're working in now? Yeah, well, I was out in Wyoming and I, I quite honestly wanted to stay. I was looking for a job out there, which don't tell my parents that hopefully they won't listen <laughs> to this podcast. But, um, yeah, one day. Um, so I ended up back here on the East Coast, found another job in sports. I was a salesman for, you know, selling sports memorabilia like Derek Jeter baseballs or meet and greet experiences with, you know, like, you know, New York athletes. Um, and I knew I like I hated sales. I wasn't good at it, but I did like the experiential side of it. Right. Like activating yeah. the meet and greet and, you know, greeting the guests and the recipients. So. Um, that's what I eventually found myself at the company I work for now, basically, you know, putting on and, and running, help running events, um, in the sports and entertainment industry, particularly the, the golf, the golf space. 
Yeah. So I've been there for eight years, which is crazy wow. to think it's the longest stop that wow. I've had. And uh, yeah, I know we'll both you and next. Danielle have been there for a good amount of time. Like she said, five years, eight for you. Mm-hmm. And that is just not as common as I feel like, I mean, like you guys just have been there for so long, didn't even think about it. But how many people do you know, really, that has been in their company? Like, especially in our you yeah, know, aging stuff, and- obviously, our parents kind of more so yeah. did that. But that's a great accomplishment. I don't know if it's a flaw in our generation or a good thing. Yeah. I think because sometimes I think we're more picky about the quality of life and the things that we want. But then also I think there's an aspect of us that can give up too easily and not be willing to work hard enough to climb a ladder. Certainly admire, something different, right? Because our parents are like my parents, they went to college, yeah. they came back, they got the first job they had and like, and that's what the they're, they're still doing. That's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for me, it was my past experience. I went through that of like, I know what it's like to be in a job that, you know, I didn't, I didn't care for, right. It wasn't Mm -hmm. healthy for my, my mental state. Um, Mm -hmm. but so that's now led me to where, you know, octagon. And I, so I know what it's like on the other side. I know, you know, the grass may not be greener in some places. So, um, and I think too, in those type of like, especially like sports management, you really do have to work your way up in the sense of like, I feel like it's such a competitive, um, you know field so you can't just be like jumping all over the place because like Mm -hmm. or else everyone would do it yeah exactly yeah Mm -hmm. so I think it I don't know it just makes sense as to why you know you would stick with the same company too so here I gotta ask when have you ever seen Taylor Swift live in concert um I have and I think times? I think it's probably the the backstory, may, maybe why I'm on this podcast, right? <laughs> like because of my interest in Taylor Swift okay. and that um, that shared passion that I have probably with the three of you guys. <laughs> that may be what led me to be a potential guest for you. Um, so I, I have seen her in concert. I'll tell you though, it wasn't it, it was a really long time ago where she was actually opening up for Rascal oh, Flats wow. at the time. Oh my gosh. Crazy. It was just like a seven song set. And I had my binoculars in the back row. (laughs) Um, I did not share them with anybody. And uh, so you were a big fan like that long, like early on too. Yes, I was. uh, I I, I was and I still am a very loyal, uh, passionate Taylor Swift fan. A funny story I could tell you guys actually was. So it was my, actually my sophomore year in college is when Fearless came out. It was either my sophomore or junior year. And we had off, it was some holiday in the Massachusetts area. So I didn't have class, but I did have baseball practice. So I was like, I need to get out to Target early in the morning, right? Cause she had just announced her collaboration with Target. And uh, this is like when CDs were a thing, obviously, um, Uh which is crazy to think about now. (laughs) So it's like, eight o'clock in the morning before you know practice and I'm like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna get out to Target and get this so I get to the Target parking lot and it's not open till nine so I'm standing there waiting for the doors of Target to open and I'm looking around and it's like a bunch of like little girls with their moms <laughs> maybe a couple of like you know girls my age with their boyfriends that were dragged along and so as soon as the doors open like everyone sprints in and like I can tell we're all starting to go in the same direction but I'm the only guy that's like in this line 
and you have the girlfriends there like dragging their boyfriend they're like where is it like we can't find the cd section <laughs> and i'm like yeah i don't what are you guys looking for you know <laughs> yeah. um so that that uh that was the second obviously the second cd i bought but i've i've purchased a hard copy album of each one of uh of her records ever where do you play them now do you play them at all or are you just gonna have them to like have them for memorabilia well i was my car still has a cd player oh, so perfect, i can perfect. listen to them in there Perks. but well, i did um i did say when she started to release uh what was it folklore you know i was kicking myself for not keeping her cds in good shape so i i started to repurchase all of them Oh. and I was like I'm gonna not open them I'm gonna keep them in their packaging and one day when I'm 70 I'm gonna have the complete you're set you're thinking ahead yeah and it's so be worth the money. yeah but here's the problem though is then she decided to say I'm gonna re-release all my old albums oh, too man. so now I'm like I don't have the financial investment to keep this going if <laughs> she keeps them. releasing oh, them no. so quickly um Sorry, I know I'm doing a lot of the talking here, but another That's funny story. You. That's you're why you're here. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> another yeah, funny story is we're tired. Uh, so <laughs> she really or she came out with the idea that she's gonna re redo uh fearless. And so I'm I'm not talking just CDs, I'm talking I'm getting the records and I'm getting oh. the cassettes along with them. Okay. So so for fearless, I like I went on and I ordered um or I guess when it came out, I was like, I gotta, I gotta buy these. So I bought two CDs, one to play, one to keep in the packaging. I bought the cassette and the record and it ran me like a hundred bucks, right. For, for that, that three set package. So all of a sudden, a couple of days later, get three CDs in the mail. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't order three CDs. I was like, I thought I ordered one, but maybe I ordered two. Maybe I was that like that passionate about it. So <laughs> And then the, the, the next day I got another CD and I'm like, this something's off. Like, so I emailed the customer service and I was like, Hey, I ordered a couple Taylor Swift CDs, but I also ordered a record and a cassette, but I got only CDs. So I, there was like a three or four email exchange that went back and forth with their customer service team. And essentially like the fool that I am, I went on and pre-ordered everything like back in January when she told mm -hmm. everyone that she was doing and I didn't even realize it. So I dropped a hundred bucks then. And then when fearless came out, I was like, I got to get it. And so I bought it all again. So now I have oh, basically double oh, the, the <laughs> fearless albums that I need in terms of cassettes, records and CDs. Oh, wow. Oh, so wow. yeah, stu stupid me, but needless to say, <laughs> since we all kind of share that same passion, for Taylor Swift and you guys obviously we're you know we're doing this on YouTube so it's a show and tell so I think I'm going to gift you guys um oh, oh a couple gosh. of the CDs are you our Oprah I'm like Oprah right now oh my right? gosh I would sign them and give them to you but you I think that would devalue them so wait that's oh. so cool Wait, I figure... you're so nice. I heard all of this. That's awesome. Thank you, Gary. Your loss is our game. <laughs> <laughs> this is also your wedding gift, Julie, just so you know. Yeah, for... <laughs> yeah Julie, keep in mind. <laughs> Honestly, couldn't ask for anything better. Hmm. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. That's so sweet of you. I forgot that you mentioned this to us. He said he had a surprise for us, and I didn't know. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Well, we're really bad at remembering. Oh. Wait, wait, so Garrett, so can you tell us your thoughts on 
Taylor Swift re-recording Red? You said that, that yeah, was a good Yeah, what are your thoughts? Choice? Well, I love it, except she's saying that it's going to have 30 songs, which probably means it's going to be double the price. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if this is a good This thing. hobby that you like invested in, you're like, oh, wait, I didn't think this was going to be so expensive yeah, when I chose yeah, it. You know, she put everything on the yeah. fast track, and I'm like, wow, terrible timing, but... Um, but and I'm not all, yeah, I'm all for it. According to Sophia, <laughs> November, you guys like I don't know what my life is gonna look like November nineteenth. Like that's so far. It, it, um, did she say the date is the nineteenth? Yeah. Okay, my birthday you, is the seventh, so um, it's oh, perfect timing for me. Happy birthday to you! Like when it comes out, you know. Yeah. Good uh, hopefully, this is a hint to Danielle. I'll drop for her right now. <laughs> yeah, wink, wink, Danielle. You yeah, okay. listens to your podcast too. Yeah, it's so true. It's <laughs> a good test. The yeah. true testament. If you had to choose <laughs> an album out of Taylor's for her to re-record, like say she didn't announce Red, but you know she was like, "I'm gonna re-record another one." What would you have chosen? Oh, that's such a hard question because of my strong loyalty to her. I actually thought OG about. One. I actually was like, I wonder if they're gonna ask me that question. So, um, <laughs> the, the answer that. to it is really like anything but reputation like i know that that may uh offend some feelings but i'm here i love tim like the the self debut album fearless was great obviously we already have that um what is it uh speak now um you know it's like i can't choose between them i really did love 1989 and i really was rejuvenated by lover as well Lover so. was great. I've been on a lover kick these pa- like this past couple weeks. Like it's been on because it's just summer fun thing. But yeah, you guys, I was gonna say like your reputation. I feel like with time and with like albums that have come out past reputation, it really just doesn't stand the test of time. You know, like at the time we probably were like, oh, this is kind of good, but now it's like definitely not. Yeah, I mean it. It, it again, like I don't everything she does is like turns to gold like she's yeah, just in that bucket absolutely. and so I'm not gonna like you know blow smoke up her but like <laughs> she's everything else has been great for me personally it just wasn't an album that struck home again I'm a 33 year old you know Taylor yeah, yeah. who's trying to come for your reputation <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so. like it's good it's just not like I don't know it just isn't great know. compared to the others but the, the cool thing about it is that she can make an album like whatever debut album like coming back from her like quiet time her you know vanishing yeah. and people she has this album and then everyone's like not as excited about it but she could have just like sunk from there because a lot of people I feel like a lot of artists kind of get in their head and they're like oh this isn't as good or you know I didn't love this as much and then kind of goes downhill from there and I feel like she really just went right up again and she's like I don't even think she really recognizes it as like a bad album for her I don't think it was bad but yeah crushed it after that regardless so it's like but I do she like she was kind of distraught after she didn't get any nominations wasn't she I think she was just motivated she was like okay I'll just make a better album and her yeah like she just gets motivated by that stuff which is cool oh but we got to talk about this I last thing on Taylor Swift probably and I promise but she like I don't think reputation would have been as like not as good if she picked a different single like after all of the silence for her to pick look what you made me do as the single to break her silence on things with Kanye like I love her I just think I just want to talk to whoever allows these singles to come out (laughs) 
like me was the lead single for lover Ugh. and if she had picked cool summer awful. they could have just yeah made the album. it's all if Cool Summer was the single in 2018, oh if she had a music video for it, it would have been Song All of Summer. Charts. Yeah. Like, who allows her to do these things? Not disagreeing with anything that you said. Yeah. It's just, uh, like, literally for her, it's it could be the worst song in the world, but people are still going to, like, they'll have your haters right. but people it's still gonna people are still gonna love it yeah but yeah. that's why i think she telling is fun yeah nothing i think they're she they took that, that out too they, they're not that's not on the cd version so <laughs> yeah they were Thank like God. okay we, we made a mistake here they noticed yeah. that one and also i do think she just picks the catchiest ones like even in red it's like 22 we're never getting back together like those aren't necessarily like the deep ones but they're just good for radio well it's funny how they bring that up with like how they determine have you listened not to change topics but like any of uh ed sheeran's new like he has his new uh new drop right i heard it bad habits what do you think, think? oh i didn't know that well but i heard him he was on elvis duran the other the other day um doing a, an interview about this song and he was just saying how like there's a lot of times people tell him like what album what songs to put on the album and he's like this doesn't fit like this is terrible but it ends up being one of his like better songs like oh. in terms of the public knowledge so See? it's interesting he and he said that um he i, I don't know if you guys know this but he wrote love yourself that oh. wow and he said yeah. that he played that for a bunch of people and he did not get the reaction that he wanted so he ended up, you know, giving it away. And obviously Justin took it and did what he did with it. And everyone Sold was it, like, right? why, not, like why did you give that away? And he's like, well, I played it for you guys. And you told me it was crap. So, wow. Derek, yeah. do you want to call Danielle out here to chime in with us? Yeah, let me she'll, see where she's it. at. Hopefully she's <laughs> just finished season two of Downton Abbey. And is doing <laughs> bullshit, but you guys keep okay. going. I'll, I'll go find her. Four. Hey, Hi, princess. Hi. Hi, Linda. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Sophia? Yeah, Linda. 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 Oh, does that mean beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it means your mom. <laughs> that is a good name. Um, let's just unplug it. Do you think we'll be able to hear? Yeah, hey, it looks well? like a gamer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate these. <laughs> <laughs> we heard. We heard. <laughs> yeah, I think if you unplug it, it'll be fine. Eight. Wow. Are you guys in your hotel still? Yes. Oh my, my gosh. Right. You guys are troopers for logging on to this. And Garrett I'm trucked sorry. those CDs all the way to the trip just so that he could show us on this <laughs> podcast. I didn't know he brought that. Nice. Wait, Julie, that's on that point. I had no idea he he's slept in the car for four hours well, <laughs> yeah he's like singular and not plural julie <laughs> thank you so much yeah Garrett. i'm sorry for my face oh what are you talking about it looks great wow oh that looks so refreshing right now so we heard that you were a little early to the reception yeah right <laughs> Sorry, I just kind of yeah. exposed It's okay. We're all friends here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm sweating thinking about it right now. <laughs> oh, no. Danielle, it's, it's like, imagine it's if you were late. Story, Sorry, I thought I would have rather. 
<laughs> it was only the like welcome drinks, right? It wasn't the reception. Okay. Yeah. So we showed up during the rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal dinner. Yeah, listen, it was <laughs> awkward for sure, but we threw you it. Made th- you made it through consider- together. Yeah. Life is full of yeah, awkward moments. Yeah, Nikki and Caroline were great. Yeah. They literally are playing to stop apologizing i mean you two are like the um, <laughs> easiest people to do that and it could be like just fine they're like you guys are like the nicest people they were like exactly. clearly they're not trying to crash this occasion she put her head yeah. down did not talk to me and the other guy that we were with for the whole hour like, no it was, was like 20 minutes i was like pissed and then i finally like eased up a little bit good okay. so, was, so- what was good was we were the were the only ones we, we were the only ones an hour early but people showed up like 20 minutes early and they got the boot and basically okay, the groom was like, hey, tell them the deal. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you guys if you heard or read what Britney Spears said in court last week. I listened to it all. <gasps> Ooh, wow. fill us in. Listening to it is more moving. Yeah, well, there was leaked audio. They Clea sent it to me. Um, oh. One of my college. She sent it to me and Lauren and was like, you got, this is your assignment. You have to listen to it tonight. (laughs) So I listened to it while I was working. She was definitely talking super quick and she was reading from a four page note that she had written. And there was times where I was like, okay, she's communicating and expressing herself very well. And then there was times where I, where she was just like, I don't know if she was overwhelmed or what, um, which I mean, hearing everything she had to say I would be overwhelmed as well. Yeah. Um, Like the thing that gets me that I probably don't really know fully or understand fully is the fact that she pays everyone. And she has to, yeah. Like every, like all the lawyers on both sides are being paid by her. And like all of her therapists, all of her doctors, obviously. And these, so she's basically making it seem like they don't want her to get better because- if she did, their job. they wouldn't Ooh. have a job anymore. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that they force her to have an IUD. Like she's not allowed to take it out. So which she can't have kids. Yeah. If she want, like she wants to have kids with her. Uh, boy. She wants to get married too. And they said she can't yeah. have kids. Or and they're not letting her take out her IUD. Like she has to get approval to take it out. And so they're basically like saying that she can't have kids, which is obviously fucked yeah i don't like when people are like making money off of someone else's like like yeah and and she also failures but she well just to give context like she's speaking in court because she's i think request i think initially she didn't want her dad to be the conservator like running her conservatorship and now the new woman that's doing it is even worse like i think now it's clear she just doesn't want it at all but she was saying like they book her therapy appointments that she's forced to go to in the middle of like downtown LA. And so she'll have to go to them and then leave crying because it's like an emotional session and they'll like call paparazzi to show yeah. that she's unwell. And she's like, I just want a therapist to come to my house. Like she joked, she was like, clearly I need therapy, but can I just have it on my own terms? Like, I don't think she's asking for a lot either, you know? Yeah, hmm. I know. I thought that part was relatable or just like she was- yeah just being a normal human she was just like I mean trust me I know I need therapy but I don't right. have to go to downtown LA like can the therapist just come to my house mm-hmm. and I can't even have that 
yeah, and she she has like a two thousand dollar budget i think weekly or monthly and i know that, that seems like a lot to the average person but like to her oh, it's not for everything that she wants yeah for everything expenses yeah. like she wanted to change the cabinets in her kitchen and her dad said no like it's just like i've just never heard of somebody groceries having money. are expensive like <laughs> right. i mean groceries okay obviously whatever but you take that out you're already yeah. like yeah. three fourths the way there there's a lot that we aren't privy to but yeah I feel like I understand why she was put in it or why her like at first her family was concerned and wanted to make sure that she wasn't making any more crazy decisions but it's just been so long and there's so many like young um child stars that go through a phase like this and yeah it, like not all of them are in this intense of a conservatorship or if, especially if two they were willing to like loosen up the reins a little and be like okay you're interested in you know getting like we want this to be over and not saying that I even think it should be like on his terms to like give away like some of the like rules and whatever but maybe if he was actually human he could be like okay I'll let you do this 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 little more see how you handle it and like hopefully yeah. that get them in the right way it's like not fair that it's either like 100 percent or like nothing at all like because yeah. it's clearly never going to be nothing it's, it's on them to decide <laughs> right exactly do you ever i obviously know nothing about this do you ever hear like the family's side of it they have done a few interviews recently mm-hmm. like within the last few weeks but his oh, really? her brother did and Jamie has, and Jamie's just been like, or Jamie Lynn, her little mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. So it's kind of blurred lines. Yeah. Well, but also she said, she said, I w- want to sue my entire family, like in the, yeah. the court. So I think she's making it clear, like their opinion doesn't really hold weight right now. Like I think yeah. she's trying to show that. And her brother and her sister, they were all like, she's fine. Like you guys have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I don't think... But also, um, I just think it's a lot of layers, too, because, like, Iggy Azalea was asked about it on Twitter, and they were like, you had a collab with her, like, how are you not going to say anything? And Iggy said her dad, Britney Spears' dad, made her sign an NDA. So I think there's a lot of people within the family, too, that, like, can't really speak on it either, you know? But Justin Timberlake said stuff defending her, which I liked. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's because he got all that backlash Happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> and now of course it's like damned if you do damned if you don't because everyone's like well that's yeah. great for you to tweet but can you actually do something about it oh like, my god like what are you expecting to, to do? do he's got a whole wife and family of his own now he's not her yeah. like he's not he's not a caretaker yeah right but who knows true oh, yeah We'll, we'll keep an eye on this. I hope I hope that like public pressure now, since there's such a bigger spotlight on it, hopefully um, like the judge will at least like, I don't know. I heard, I also heard like, it's not as easy as like the judge just being like, okay, conservatorship is gone. Like apparently like the family needs to testify. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. California state laws, I think there's a lot of red tape. Yeah. So we'll see. But to be continued. To be continued. But shows that the New York Times documentary was a good thing. Yeah, that's true. It gives a lot of light to what an actual conservatorship is that we probably yeah. 
know about. If anything good that can come out of it, right? It sucks that Brittany has to be the one to do it, but like, yeah, I feel like it's it's been more. It maybe makes more sense for like physical disabilities and hasn't really mm-hmm. in the limelight as to how a conservatorship covers like a mental disability. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, so it's 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 interesting to learn about it. I think because it's just not something that I knew existed really, right? Like you're like, why would right. yours need need something like that? But. Yeah. Also, a nice watch is Tom Brady on Oh the yeah, shop, Uninterrupted. Hilarious. That. I really suggest watching it. Yes, you bombarded us with Tom Brady content the past few days. I'm sorry that I haven't had a chance to look. Oh, no. We'll have to revisit that next week. Yeah. yeah so you guys all, we all need to catch up. Yeah, you'll yeah. love it. But I watched one thing. I watched the, um, it was them singing. Oh Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. No, the one before <laughs> that one. Oh, uh, okay. But I do love Hamilton, so mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Um, I was watching Maravie's Town with my mom this weekend. Shout out to Sophia because she had a refresher login. <laughs> uh, my mom's like, Can you please tell Sophia to thank you? I love <laughs> you. My girl. Um, but she was happy with the ending, just in the sense she was like, I just feel like that was a good ending. I don't feel stressed. Not that it was like a happy ending, but like she was like, sometimes you're like, now I just want season two. And she's like, yeah, yeah, but she was like, this is a heavy show. I was like, I know. Julie, did your family throw you a shower? Yes, yeah, it was Jack's family. Oh, so nice. So nice. Yeah, it was really fun. It was, I'm not even like, yeah like the center of attention so i know i like sometimes make it seem like i want to be but then when it actually is time like, for just kidding i'm like wow there's a lot of pressures i just like crack jokes the whole time usually and try to lighten the mood but it was really fun i love it we are so happy that we had our first male guest yes thanks for yay from testosterone on this show yes yeah, i'm sure how much of that i brought but uh <laughs> Um, so thanks for hanging with us and we'll see you guys same time next week